Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Overflow. Thanks for joining us on the podcast this morning. I want to talk to you today about uh, making decisions out of hearing the voice and the leading of God versus making uh, decisions um, versus reacting and doing things because of outside influences and, and forces and things that happen, right? Um, I was thinking about this yesterday. Uh, over the years, especially being in business and dealing with people um, who come and then they, they come to get a job and they want to work and, and they're gung-ho and, and you see people who come and because we're hooked up, uh, you know, before I was in the ministry uh, here at the River of Tampa Bay, we were members for many years, Bible school graduates were full-time in business, my brother and I. And so we would meet with people who were from the church or believers or friend of a friend, whatever, and, and loved the Lord. And then there was times where people would come to us, you know, so, so sold on, on what we were doing. Yeah. You know, I've, I've heard from the Lord. The Lord gave me a dream. The Lord wants me here. I know for a fact, God wants me here. And that's, that's really good. You know, if you can tell, if you can know when the Lord speaks to you, it's, it's important to understand, especially with major things that you're doing, that you're in the right place, right? You, there's things that you don't need to hear the voice of God. You don't you don't need to hear the voice of God on what to wear every day, right? You don't need to hear the voice of God on what to order. Now if you're <laughs> if you're at, at a restaurant and you go to order the fish tacos and you really feel, man, I really should just order something different, obey the Lord because you could be avoiding food poisoning. Like the Lord will lead you by by peace. But when it comes to major decisions, it's good to know. It's good to know you've heard from the Lord. That was the thing with me with uh, my wife. Someone tried, to, someone tried to set us up before, me and uh, uh, Krista, and um, we. Uh, someone tried to set us up before, and it. Um, and I entertained the idea, but I hadn't heard from the Lord. And then time passed, and then I heard from the Lord, and then and then no one could talk me out of it, right? Because I had heard from the Lord. The Lord had, the Lord had spoken to my heart, and so it was a whole different thing. And so people come, man. I uh, I know I'm supposed to be here. The Lord gave me a dream. And that's clear guiding from the Lord. And that's a blessing because then when things get difficult, what that does for you is it gives you something to hold on to. If you know I've heard from the Lord to be in Bible school, then it doesn't matter if if everyone turns their back on you. People, if you go to Bible school and you're the least liked person in Bible school, if anyone thinks you're a jerk, if people, uh, 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 if people are, you know, whatever, you, you, you just hang on because of the word of the Lord. The Lord's directed me here. No one else has. I'm here because God said so, and I'm going to hear, be here till the completion of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you have that to hold on to when times get difficult. Um, and that's what, what the direction of the Lord is for, that you know I'm meant to be here. I'm, I am called to the ministry. You know, th- that's where people, <laughs> I think people uh, a lot of times walk back away from what the Lord has even called them to do because of because of how they feel. I've had people who came to me and I said, what do you feel called to do? And they're like, well, you know, I've, I thought maybe I'd preach, but I feel called to business. And and then I asked them, well, what makes you think you were called to preach? And then they say, well, I was in a service and this man of God prophesied to me. And then I've been having these dreams and I'm doing mass crusades and, I, and you know, just evangelism. And then, and it's like a legit man of God, not like a uh, apostle, 23-year-old apostle down at the Third Baptist on First Street, right? You... you <clears throat> There's an actual like calling on their life, and then, and then I say, well, well, why do you question it? And and then it comes out that they're just nervous about preaching. They don't like the idea of getting a microphone and standing in front of people. So they've talked themselves out out of the call of God, 
where it's so clear they're having dreams of mass crusades, they're casting out devils in their dreams, they're, they're healing the sick, they're preaching, they're taking the gospel, they've had multiple people confirm it, men and women of God, they've, you know, all these things, and then they're like, well, I just don't like the idea of being in front of a of being in front of a crowd, right? And so, so the the word of the Lord comes that when when there's things that are difficult, there's some things in the call of God that won't come naturally to you, right? You won't feel like I was built for this. This matches my personality. There's you look at Moses who couldn't speak, really. I mean, he had a speech impediment, but God gave him this this job. So that that's God gave him this place in the nation, right? So so the word of the Lord, the 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 burning bush experience was that marked moment for him that he could look and say, I may not feel qualified in myself, but God has said, this is what it is. The Bible says, and um, I think it's second Corinthians four, it says, therefore we have received this ministry as we have received mercy. So we faint not that God gave you the call to the ministry. God gave you the call to ministry by his mercy. And so he's going to equip you to do it. But then I've seen people who come and they and they say that, man, I'm like back to, you know, I'm supposed to be here. God gave me a dream. But then you hear them. And when things get difficult, they have no stickability in themselves. It's like in Mark 4, when they talk about the sower sows the word. And it says these fall uh, and it's the words received with gladness. But then when persecution or affliction arises on behalf of the word, immediately they're offended. And so there's people who come and they and they get a word from the Lord. The Lord tells them what to do. And then things get difficult. And then this is the phrase that they use, the spiritual phrase to talk themselves out of what's difficult, right? They say, well, the grace is lifted. Well, things get difficult. If you expect that you're going to just feel nice about everything all the time, you got another thing coming. Things get tough, right? There's things that you have to stick through. There's hardships. There's, there's persecution. There's people who are going to misunderstand you. There's difficulty, right? And so we would have that, you know, people would come, the Lord spoke to me in a dream. I know the Lord spoke to me. I'm supposed to come work for you guys. And we would work in, in year, like summer months, right? So we would like, you'd commit for a whole summer from the, the we would travel, the company would pay for an apartment. It was this whole thing, right? And then people would come and they'd work for us for three weeks. They'd train, they'd go out, they'd start doing okay. And then things would get tough and they would have a few days where they don't sell. And then they'd come back. Hey, I just want to talk to you. You know, um, I just feel like the grace is really lifted for this, and, and the Lord's opening other doors over here. The Lord's not schizophrenic. He doesn't call you to a job that's that's a, a, a commitment like this, and then just a month later changes his mind. He's not going to give you a dream about working at a job to put you there for 30 days. So people, instead of hearing the voice of God and sticking with it, react to the circumstance. And so are you hearing the voice of God and are you moving in a direction because you've heard or are you moving in a direction because of because you're reacting to some outside event that's happened? And then it happens with the fence as well. People come to, to a church or they come to Bible school and God plants them in a church. And you see it with people who graduate, you know, come to Bible school. I guess I'm just around this. So this is what I see, right? So people graduate, they come. They graduate, and then the Lord never told them to leave. The Lord still wants them to plug in, to base out of there. You know, they go get a job, and then they have something happen where maybe they expected promotion, or they expected to get a microphone somewhere, or they expected an opportunity, and then it doesn't come, and then they're looking, and then before you know it, oh, I'm off at some small church over here helping, and the Lord never told them. It was because they 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 reacted. Someone offended them, a hurt came, this person did something that they didn't like, or this leader said something, or they, they thought they should have got promoted into leadership before this other person did, but the other person did. There's all these things 
that 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 come and it makes it that people are not obeying the voice of God. They're 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 reacting to their circumstance. You're not supposed to you're not supposed to make major moves in life based off of reactions of what's something that's happened. It's like it's like people who when the moment persecution came, you know, they planted a church in an area or they're at a ministry in an area and then and then and then this whole COVID thing happened and then they're like, Well, I guess stuff shutting down here, I'm gonna move to Texas or I'm gonna move to Florida. It's and I'm not talking about anyone in particular, but but there's there's people react, oh, I guess this happened, so I'm gonna do it this way. Well, you know, we were in the traveling ministry and things weren't going good, so we're going to start a church. You you don't start a church based on a, hey, this isn't going well. You hear from the Lord so that you hear from the Lord so that when things aren't going well, that you can stand on the word of God and work the word. The Bible says in in uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 14, it says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We're called to be led by the voice and leading of the Holy Ghost. So we're not we're not trying things. You know, we're called, if you think of a bowling alley, God will, God will send us. And as long as we follow the Holy Ghost, that's us heading right down the middle of the track, right? Right down the middle of the bowling lane. What people do though, is they get bumpers up and then they're like, it's like them being bold. And then they're like, hit the one bumper that didn't work. They hit the other side, they hit the other side, they hit the other side. And their whole life is just this mess of going back and forth, trying things. God didn't mean you just to try a bunch of things and see what works. God meant you to follow the voice of the Holy Ghost. You know, when I was, I'm not going to say who, but when I was, um, before I met, before uh, Krista and I uh, got together and started dating, um, I was, you know, I was a uh, late 20s, uh, single guy in the in the church, in business, making good money, had my own house. And I, so I was looking for a wife and I was talking to a friend who was married and he said to me, which is, this is not good advice, but he said to me, he said, bro, you just need to go and just date a bunch of girls and figure out what you like and what you need and what you don't like. He's like, Christians are too timid about that stuff. You need to just go take a bunch of girls out. And, and, uh, in part of when I heard that, I was like, well, you know, I guess it does make sense to, to, to understand like what, what you need and, and, uh, you know, what you like. And, and that kind of practically sort of made sense. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, man, I, I can't do that. I'm in a church. There's, there's people who, there's people who have been believing the Lord for a spouse. I can't go and just ask a bunch of girls to go out, not assuming that they would have said yes anyway, but I can't ask a bunch of girls to go out and then like take them out once and then just never call them back and leave this trail, right? Of, of people that I, when I walk in the church building, people who are angry at me, them and all their friends, their friends. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And then I prayed and I just said, Lord, you know who my wife is. I don't know who she is. You, you know, she's alive. I'm 29 years old. She's alive. I don't know who she is. The problem is not with you. The problem is with me. And then I fasted and I said, Lord, would you show me who my wife is? And so it's when, when you're going into a, an, a, a major decision in your life, when you know the voice of God has spoken to you, I know this is what the Lord has spoken to me. I know the Lord is leading me here. Then when things get difficult, no one can talk you out of it. You know, if you don't hear from the Lord, then when you're in a relationship and things get difficult, then you're like, well, maybe just this isn't the right thing. Maybe this place isn't the right thing. Well, I came, I felt like I was supposed to come here. You know, you better hear from the Lord. This is something that you have to settle in your heart. If you're making a major decision, uh, 
you better you better settle in your heart, not just like I kind of feel led in this one direction. You better get a clear leading from the Lord. I know that I know that I know that this is what God wants me to do so that when things get difficult, you have a word to use as your leverage that you can hold on to. Lord, you put me here in this job. You put me here in this ministry. You put me here in this situation. Lord, you put me here and I'm standing on your word that whatever I put my hand to prospers and that you can work the word, that you don't just back up and, you know, the grace is lifted. We, we need to be people who hear from the Lord and then stick with what God has said for us to do. So I'm, I'm going to ask you when you're making your decisions, are you, are you hearing the voice of God or are you reacting to what's going on around you? People react to what other people do. They're going to do something. Oh, I'm not going to do it. The Lord spoke to me about going. I remember there was a time when everyone was doing, or people started doing Facebook lives, right? And, uh, and, and, um, someone would do it just a Facebook live. They'd get on Facebook and they'd go live. My brother was one of, in our group was one of the first ones. I, I believe that, that, that started doing these, right? So he started doing Facebook lives and then you'd see him pop up and people would get on. They'd say, you know, the Lord just started putting our heart to start like just doing this as an avenue to reach people and to do these Facebook lives. And, and then you saw him for, they did it twice and then they never did it again. And so you, you, you ask yourself, am I reacting to the, to what God's leading me to do? Am, or am I just doing something because it's a good idea? I'm not saying you don't do things because they're a good idea. There's things that you can try. It's better to try something than to try nothing, right? But if God spoke to you to do Facebook Lives, why are you not still doing Facebook Lives? If God spoke to you to do podcasts, why are you not still doing a podcast? Here we are, almost episode 500. And I love it. This is a great joy to me. I know, you know, we used to do one, <laughs> five of these a week. I think we've actually grown our viewer listenership since we've been doing like two a week. It seems like a better pace for us here. But, but we're doing it because I know it reaches people. And then it's something that the Lord put on our heart. And it's, it's obviously something that's, that's missing because we have, we're, we're getting such a reach. There's people that we've never met in different states, in different countries, in different churches that are <laughs> listening to our podcast. And so uh, we want to tell you, uh, we love you. God bless you. And let me pray for you. Father, I thank you that as your people go into the end of this year and the, the beginning of 2022, Lord, I thank you that they're, they're perfectly led by the Spirit of God, that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Lord, I thank you that no one misses it. Lord, don't let anyone miss it in Jesus' mighty name. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you next time on Overflow Podcast. <laughs>